0: Messiah, Brother Mark Pulley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yah's Laws and Commandments on this first day of the week. I think this is going to be short, but it was something that kind of goes along with what I've been teaching the last few weeks. But today, I want to talk about, for a few minutes, about what the Gentiles in Bible days what it was like to be a Gentile how did they function as a Gentile in a Hebraic culture in a Jewish culture how did they function as a Gentile so think about this how did they function as a Gentile? And today's Gentiles, they have been taught wrongly, of course, and they have been infused with an anti-Torah, anti-Sabbath, anti-Yahweh's Feast mentality. So anything that you as a Messianic Hebrew Roots believer, Torah observant believer would share with them about the Messianic message, which we discovered is what is the Hebrew word for gospel. That when Yeshua preached the gospel, when the disciples preached the gospel, they were preaching the messianic message, which simply is, turn away from the gods of this world, turn away from man-made laws and traditions, even the ones that Judaism and the rabbis added to the Torah, and turn to Yahweh, turn to Yeshua, turn to Yah's laws and commandments. And that was even the mentality of Jewish I mean, not Jewish, Gentile believers and even normal Gentiles that, you know, didn't accept Torah, didn't accept Yah's laws and commandments, or didn't accept the Messiah, they still had so much information and understanding and knowledge of the Torah that the Gentiles today, especially in the West, have no comprehension to it. Many of the Gentiles in the West, they laugh at people that keep Torah, that wear seats that obey Yahweh's feasts, that don't eat pork, that don't eat unclean foods, that try not to disobey Yah's laws and commandments in any way, shape, fashion, or form. They, they laugh at them. They may, may not laugh at them to their face, but they think they're weird. They think they're off. Well, what they really are is they're set apart. So, Gentiles today have been taught mostly influenced by Rome's pagan sun god system and most of them today have been influenced by the teaching in the churches that again is taught under the umbrella of Rome. Catholicism and their system. So we need to really think about what a Gentile believer was like in the Bible days. We're going to see, and I would just encourage you, research it. Especially in the book of Acts and in Corinthians, Thessalonians, Thessalonians sorry, um, so on and so forth, researched the scriptures and to see what the Gentiles, how they conducted themselves, the attitude or the mindset they had in regards to Torah, in regards to keeping the feast, the Sabbath? I mean, did they rise up with this great rebellious revolt? No. They went to synagogue. They participated in learning more of Torah. They participated in the feasts. They participated. And it was almost like they had a mindset and an attitude of it's a privilege we count it as a privilege to be included in Israel to be grafted in and to be able to participate in, learn of and keep the Sabbath keep the feast days and honor all the other laws and commandments that YAH gave it was like they counted it as a privilege. Not like in today's society, people that call themselves believers that are not set apart, that are not grafted in, they more or less look at it like, oh, I can do it or I don't do it. It It's no big deal if I worship on the Shabbat or if I go to... Sunday church no big deal it doesn't it doesn't matter you know it's no big deal whether I um, you know eat clean foods or unclean foods it doesn't matter whether you know I keep um, Christmas in honor of sun gods whether I keep Easter in honor of Ishtar you know to the average Gentile believer that is not in Messiah this is their mindset and they've been taught that see in a family when you spend time with people as parents as uncles as aunts you can impart things into your family without saying anything just by how you conduct yourself just by how you talk just by how about how you look at things, how you respond to things, and children especially, other people, will see those things and and without realizing it, begin to adopt some of those main ideas, mindsets, attitudes, and this is what has happened. Now, you know, very few people, quote-unquote, in the church world, will come out and say, that they hate the Jews because they know that's politically wrong, they will not come out and say, we hate anything that has to do with the Sabbath because they know in their hearts that the Sabbath was set apart by the Scriptures. So they won't come out and say those things, but their actions. Like some years ago, my sister Patty said to me, and this really has stuck with me. She said, "Don't just preach to us because your actions will speak louder than words." And that really hit home and it was it was true. So you can reveal the messianic message to your family, to your coworkers, to your neighbors without saying a word, just by how they see you and just by what you do or not do on a daily basis. So let's just look at a few scriptures and we'll just get a, a small vision of this. And see, this is something Yah's Spirit has to impart into you that you have to, those that are messianic, those that are uh, Torah observant, those that are seeing things now through Hebraic eyes instead of through Gentile, pagan, uh, Roman view of things. See, when they look at things, they They see things so different. They see things that they don't have to. Where when you look at it through Hebrew eyes, you see things, it's my privilege. Because I am born from above. Because He has saved me. I get the privilege of being grafted into Israel. And it's my privilege to keep the Sabbath. It's my privilege to keep the feasts. Now, do we all keep them the way they're 100% intended, the way Yahweh gives them? Probably not. But Yahweh doesn't look at the outward. He looks at what your heart intended to do. Now, if your heart intended not to keep them, well then, you know, that's a different story. But if your heart intended to obey His laws and commandments, then Yahweh is being worshipped. Yahweh is being exalted. Yahweh is being honored. And you are loving Him and keeping His commandments, like the the Messiah said. Okay. So, again, research this for yourself. Begin to just just go on Google and, and ask the question to Google, How did Gentile believers live in a Jewish, Hebraic culture? And again, you're going to get stuff from church people that are going to say you don't have to. But you want to read people from a Messianic view, from a Torah view, and see things how... They see it because they were the ones that Yeshua was was Hebrew, was Messianic. The Apostle Paul was Hebrew. Peter was a a Hebrew. And, And see it how they wrote it. See it through their eyes. See it through the culture. All right, just a few verses. Acts 17, verses 2 through 4. It says this, And Paul, a Hebrew, a Jew, as his manner was, went in unto them, and three Sabbath days, that's three weeks, reasoned with them out of the Torah. Okay? Then it says, Opening and alleging that the Messiah must needs have suffered, and risen again from the dead, that this Yeshua, whom I preach unto you, is the Messiah. Now, notice this. And some of them believed, some of the Jews, some of Israel, other tribes of Israel outside of Jews, and consorted with Paul and Silas. And notice this. Of the devout Greeks, which are Gentiles, a great multitude. So there is a great multitude of Gentile believers that were together in this meeting and of the chief women, not a few. And then it says, and the Jews, which believed not, these are the ones that didn't believe, moved with envy and began to raise up an uproar. And you'll see that they tried to turn Gentiles and Jews against the Torah and against uh, not so much the Torah, what was written by Yah, but what was added to Torah by the rabbis. That's what they were holding on to. All right, but we see here that there was a multitude of Gentile believers The Greeks, and they were doing everything, and they were in the synagogues for three weeks, so you could just see that it was a normal practice, because it says that in verse 2, as his manner was, or as his custom was, meaning Paul's. So I would assume that the Jews, the Hebrews, the Israelites, as well as the Gentile believers custom was to go to the Shabbat the synagogue the Sabbath and keep the Shabbat and learn of Torah now remember they grew up in a community where Torah observance and everything about Torah was just everywhere it saturated everywhere alright so let's look in Acts 13 And let's look at verse 14. Well, we can look in verse 5. It says, And when they were at Salamis, might not be saying that correctly, they preached the word of Yahweh in the synagogue of the Jews. And they had also John to their minister okay. now drop down to verse 14 so we see here that they're in the synagogue they're keeping the Shabbat and when they departed from Persia they came to Antioch in uh, Pisidia I'm not, uh, that's probably not accurate pronunciation and then it says and went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and sat down. So we can see here they went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and sat down. Now look in, in uh, verse 42. You can read this in context of what Paul ministered in verse 42. And when the Jews were gone out, or the children of Israel were gone out of the synagogue, the Gentiles besought that these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath. So were the Gentiles among them? Now, from my understanding, the Gentiles were on one side of the synagogue and the Jews or the children of Israel were on the other side. But somehow the Gentiles said we want to learn these same things. We want to understand these same things. We want to understand about Yahweh. We want to understand about His name, about His feast, and about the Messiah. That Joshua paid the price. He was sent to save Israel from their sins. That's what Paul was preaching to them the messianic message and that how the Gentiles can participate in that salvation and that is simply turn away from the gods of this world and turn to Yahweh and Yahshua as Messiah, Savior and obey his laws and commandments even the apostle John said that if someone says that they're a believer and does not obey his commandments, he said, this Israelite that walked with Yeshua, he said, I believe it's 1 John chapter 2, he said, well, let's just look real quickly and see if that's exactly it. Let's just get the quote. 1 John chapter 2, verse 3. Hereby we know that we know Him, Yahshua, if we keep His commandments. So if you don't keep His commandments, that is a testimony that you don't know the Messiah. You may know the Roman, pagan, Greek, Zeus, Jesus, but that doesn't mean you know the Hebraic Messiah. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. Ouch! But nonetheless it's true. But whoso keepeth his word, in him is the love of Yahweh perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. He that saith he abideth in him ought also also to walk as he walked. Now, we know that he healed the sick. We know that he cast out demons. He know, he, we know he raised the dead amongst Israel and a few Gentile people. But the majority, it was for Israel. But we also know that he kept the Sabbath. See, the Gentile churches will preach that about the signs, wonders, and miracles. But they leave out that he kept the sabbath, so then they ought to keep the sabbath. They they leave out that he kept the feast, and they leave that out because they don't want to keep the feast. They they were taught not to. Because Roman Catholicism started in the 3rd century and they started because they hated anything Jewish they hated anything that was of Yahweh and Torah they came up with their own gods and their own system and it's called Christianity today I know that's hard to accept I too was there but once I began to see this it just was like a snowball effect rolling down a mountain like an avalanche you see way on top doesn't look like nothing then all of a sudden boom it's it's moving with a force And as you begin to see this, you understand it. All right. Let's go back to, um, whoops, lost my place. Okay, let's go back to Acts 13. All right. Acts 13 and verse 42, says, And when the Jews were gone out of the synagogue, the Gentiles besought that these words might be preached unto them. Now, when the congregation was broken up, many of the Jews and religious proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, who, speaking to them, persuaded them to continue in the favor of of Yahweh and the next Sabbath and the next Sabbath day came also the whole city together to hear the word of Yahweh that included the children of Israel and Gentiles excuse me see we get the picture here that the Gentiles believers in Yahshua that were grafted in, they weren't anti-anything Torah. They weren't anti-anything Messianic. They embraced it. They wanted it. They loved it. They had a passion for it. And that is the way we are to be. But see, Gentile believers and Gentile churches have been taught... To be anti Yah's laws and commandments. To be anti, to be lawless against the feast days and the Sabbath and so on and so forth. But I always think of this, but they sure hold on to the teaching of the commandments of tithes and offerings. They don't say that's passed away, that's still applicable. For the messianic assemblies and Torah observant believers yes we don't have a temple but we are the temple and we are to use like in this assembly Yahweh Yeshua assembly we use his tithes and offerings to help the brethren when they need extra finances when, when they need assistance we help them And people that know anything about our ministries will witness that we give. We don't give $20, $50. We give hundreds of dollars because $20, $50, that don't don't help. But when you get money like $100, $300, $200, $500, it helps. It breaks the devourers back. But now, how you respond with that, if you're not a tither and you keep not tithing, you will keep staying in that that situation. That's another teaching. So we see that the next Sabbath day, almost the whole city came together to hear Yah's laws and commandments. But when the Jews saw the multitudes... They were envious and spoke against those things which were spoken by the Apostle Paul. The Jews were trying to contradict the Apostle Paul, the guy that knows more about Hebraic Torah than anybody that they probably know or we even know. They tried to contradict him, and blaspheme him. And it was the Apostle Paul that said, if anybody teaches you anything else, as we go to Acts 14, outside of the Messianic message, they are preaching to you a different Savior, a different gospel, and whether it's me or an angel from heaven, don't believe it. And yet the church and Gentile churches have swallowed it, hook, line, and sinker. And they're convinced that what Paul meant was that you don't need to keep Torah. And that anybody that keeps Torah, they're the ones that are teaching the false gospel. They have it twisted around, just like... They have Colossians 2 twisted around. They teach that Paul was saying, see, you don't need to keep the Sabbath. You don't need to keep the feast days or, or the new moon. No, Paul was teaching the opposite. That if people come against you for keeping these Torah observant days, don't let it affect your faith. Keep believing. Keep walking by faith. Keep obeying Yah's laws and commandments. That's the context if you read it. Okay, one more set, and then we'll be done. Well, I said this would be short. Well, not too short, but nonetheless, Acts fourteen, beginning in verse one. And it came to pass in Iconium that they both together, that they went both together into the synagogue of the Jews, and so and so spake that a great multitude both. Of the Jews, all the children of Israel, and also of the Greeks believed. So again, we see a working together, a combination that those that were not um, natural Israel, that they were Gentile grafted in members of the body of Messiah, that they were part of Israel, that, that they were doing the same thing the children of Israel do, were doing. They were participating in the same things that the children of Israel were participating in. They were grafted in. They were the children of Israel, um, spiritually born. But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and made their minds evil-affected against the brethren. So we see here they got PO'd. Verse 5, and it says, when there was an assault made both of the Gentiles and also of the Jews with their rulers to use them despitefully and to stone them, why would they attack the Gentile believers if they didn't look, act, talk, believe, participate in everything that the children of Israel, Torah-minded, Israel people believed in. No, they did. They attacked him because you could not tell that there were any difference. And that's the way it should be when you, as a Gentile, become born from above, above, Yahweh writes His laws and commandments upon your heart and mind, you get set apart, you start learning Torah, you start obeying Yah's laws and commandments, and you are grafted into Israel, you will look no different than someone that is a native-born child of Israel. People that talk with me, um, I have a hat that has a Tetragrammaton on it, and people come up to me all the time that are Jews and say shalom or they start talking about their Jewish faith they were raised Jewish and they liked my hat uh, they, they asked what it meant they said I know I was raised and I was taught Hebrew but I forgot what it meant you know it's and so it creates conversation but they have no idea I'm not a native born Israelite or a native born Jew why? Because he has so engrafted me into Israel and his word has become such a passion in me and I consider it such a privilege, like many other Gentile grafted in believers, we consider it such a privilege and an honor to obey Torah, to live according to Torah to keep Torah to keep his face and to live as much as we possibly can like the children of Israel were taught in the book of um, Exodus and Deuteronomy and the first five books of the Bible and so that's the mindset that the Gentiles need to possess But because of wrong teaching because of wrong influences by pagan Rome and Christianity they're taught to be anti much of Torah. Or at best they're taught to combine it. Well there is no combining it. You're either of Yahshua or you're of paganism. There's no doubt about it. There's no two ways about it. So, let's read one more verse. And it says, verse 7, And there they preached the gospel. In the Hebrew, the word gospel means messianic message. So there, so it says, Then they preached the messianic message. And the messianic message even to those that are Gentiles, and you want to embrace the Elohim of Israel. You are to live like Israel. You are to talk and renew your speech like Israel. You are to renew your mind according to the Torah, like Paul was teaching about Torah in Romans 12.2. You are to keep the Sabbath... You are to learn of the Sabbath, love the Sabbath, read Isaiah 56 in the context, even to those that were Gentiles, they loved the Sabbath, they were passionate for the Sabbath, and for all the rest of Torah. And that is what Gentile believers, biblical Gentile believers are to be about so I pray this gives you some information, some insight I pray this helps you I pray this encourages you that that you would come out of paganism that you would rebuke and turn away from Rome's churches, influence and attitudes of anti-Torah mentality anti- Um, Israel mentality, anti-Sabbath mentality, anti-feast days mentality, anti-the law and commandments mentality, and you would adapt the biblical Gentile grafted in that you look no different than the children of Israel, that it's a privilege for you to keep Torah, to obey Torah to learn Torah and that you would participate me, in a assembly with a group of believers via over internet or in person and learn as much as you possibly can learn about Torah, about the feast days, the Sabbath, about His name and to turn away from these invented names that Rome invented and changed, like L-O-R-D, G-O-D, and J-E-S-U-S, and that you would turn to Yah's laws and commandments. So, Father, we worship you. We praise you for this first day of the week as we are just continually learning, even though it's not the Sabbath, You gave me this word, and I like to bring the word when you give it to me, fresh, hot, off the fire. And so, Father, I thank you for this word, for this privilege that you have given me to be part of Israel, to preach the Messianic message to the children of Israel, to Gentile believers that are grafted in, as well as to the church, and that you would reach the church with the messianic message and that they would turn away from all levels of paganism and turn to you. So, Father, we bless you. And, Father, I pray for those listening. I pray that you would make a way where there seems to be no way for them in their own personal situations, that you would open doors that no man could open, that you would give them Hebraic eyes to see the scriptures as they were written to the children of Israel, and that Yeshua came, and he came to save Israel from their sins, and we are part of Israel. So Yahweh, we worship you. Yahweh, we thank you that Peter perceived that there is no difference between Israel and And a Gentile believer, if the Gentile believer accepts Yah's laws and commandments and turns away from Son, God, false, Roman, pagan, man-made, deities, man-made religion, laws, and commandments. So, Father, we bless you, we worship you, and we pray that your people would have a great week in the power of your name.